Hello, and welcome to the Looking Yourself in the Mirror podcast. For those of you who are new to the podcast, we generate discussions based on the Netflix series, Black Mirror. Tune in as we exchange ideas about the concepts illustrated in Black Mirror that give rise to moral ethics and how we conduct ourselves in a technologically dependent world. Alongside our hosts, the podcast welcomes experts from their respective fields and audiences of Black Mirror who would like to contribute to the conversation by looking at themselves in the mirror. You're listening to the Looking Yourself in the Mirror podcast. Today is December 16th. I'm your host, Daniel Vincent. And I'm your co-host, Isabel Gillis. Just a quick disclaimer, the Looking Yourself in the Mirror podcast includes spoilers for Black Mirror. So if you haven't watched the episode associated with today's discussion, be sure to go check it out and come back when you're all set to join the conversation. If you don't have time to watch Black Mirror, that's all right, because we always deliver a 30-second summary of the episode. Before we talk about Season 3, Episode 2, entitled Playtest, Episode 9 of the Looking Yourself in the Mirror podcast will focus on the question of whether or not companies such as Microsoft and other tech companies have too much influence over the development of artificial intelligence. To help us drive the conversation forward, we've brought in two guests, Ryan, a researcher in video games and AI, and TJ, an executive for pro-commercially influenced AI. Now we will provide a brief summary of the events that unfolded in this week's episode. Cooper, a thrill seeker, travels after his father's death from early onset Alzheimer's. He then receives a small job from Saitu Gamu, a company based in London. He arrives as a beta tester and after a small surgery, quickly is introduced to a world of augmented and virtual reality. His experience quickly turns from game to reality when the viewer can no longer tell what is part of the simulation. Now that we've gotten the summary out of the way, Dan, what did you think of the episode? Well, I've really enjoyed Black Mirror, and I enjoy their episodes a lot. This episode was sort of very different for me, because I wasn't really entirely sure what the ending really was saying about sort of how corporations control AI and things like that. And I wasn't sure about like the technology used in the episodes. So... In many of like the Black Mirror episodes, you can see the thing that they're trying to say about technology. But for this one, I wasn't entirely sure. I wasn't sure whether it was augmented reality or virtual reality or maybe a mix of both. And I've um, I've used both in my life. I recently used the uh, Microsoft HoloLens, and the way it sort of brings sort of like a new layer of like reality to like your living room is kind of is very interesting. But in this episode, we saw the like the augmented reality with the whack-a-mole game, but then later on, it just kind of switched to being actually sort of a virtual world. And I'm not really sure entirely what to think about this and what creators are trying to say. I agree with you. I thought it was um, a big stretch from going so quickly from augmented reality with the whack-a-mole game to the virtual reality. I thought it was a big jump from like something so small to something so big, and I wasn't sure what they were trying to say either. So this whole um, augmented reality process that Cooper starts going through is started when he takes this odd job by Saitu Gamer. And I was wondering, if you were in that position where you needed money, would you go to that corporation and would you participate in 
the quote unquote play test of the gaming and would you have that surgery? What would you do in that situation? I would definitely consider it if I really needed the money, but I feel like he didn't really research much into it before doing it. And I would want to have like my full trust in this company if I'm going to let them implant something in me and like have access to my brain because like everything's in your brain, like everything about you. So I don't know, I would feel definitely hesitant to do so. How do you think these big corporations are being displayed in the episode? Well, I've watched the episode three times now, and I'm not entirely sure how they're being showed. So in the first time I watched it, I thought, oh, this is showing the gaming corporation and tech corporations as having too much power over AI and how they're crossing ethical boundaries in order to sort of achieve sort of the next step in sort of technological revolution. But then sort of as I watched it a couple more times, I started thinking, well, maybe these corporations are showing the power of AI and machine learning and these technologies, although they may be dangerous and they can cause harm to people and in order to develop them, ethical boundaries may be crossed. The possible sort of ending to these may be curing diseases such as Alzheimer's. So Elon Musk with his Neuralink company was sort of talking recently about how he wanted to um, treat autism and see if you can, by sort of developing technologies that can be implanted in the brain, that they'll be able to control and modify and tweak these small sort of errors or things that people struggle with in their daily life. So when we get to sort of the end of the episode, it's the crux of this point where we see Cooper dead on the ground and we see the head of the corporation, CEO, um, looking at him and talking to his assistant. And sort of my question to you is, whose fault do you think it was? Do you think it was Cooper's that he had maybe left his phone on? Or do you think it was sort of the corporation's um, fault that they hadn't told him about the true danger of the technology? and the things that may have happened to him. Well, if we're going based off of the corporation's words that it was the phone that affected his outcome, then he is partly to blame, especially since his actions were greedy and not for with good intention. But the gaming corporation didn't warn him about the dangers of the procedure um, in full detail, and they didn't completely explain how real it'll feel for him in the virtual world. He wasn't expecting to feel pain. They told him he wouldn't feel pain, yet he did. So ultimately it's up to like whether or not they were true to their word. And if they weren't, then it's fully their fault. So thank you for joining us today, guys. Um, let's start with you, Ryan, first. Sure thing, um, sure thing. What do you think of the episode, sort of, in general? Um, well, considering that this was actually, like, my first episode I've ever seen of Black Mirror, you know, it was an interesting concept to me to see how they take, you know, you know, the Twilight Zone, how they take independent thriller episodes, and it's more of, like, a contemporary reworking by, like, adding in technology, which is a huge um, component factor, obviously, of the show, but not only that, but also how we live our lives, um, the values that we have, the relationship we keep when we live in such a world that's 
so uh, technologically dependent on. So to see close to near future technology of augmented reality and the AI that they used in the episode was really interesting to me on their approach. Honestly, I'm kind of with the same. Um, I see this every day in my day-to-day working life, and I haven't really watched Black Mirror before, but this was kind of eye-opening to me. It's something I didn't know really existed until now, but it, it really opened my eyes on the consumers. They think of AI as this kind of uh, space computers, completely technologically advanced thing that can take over your life and completely ruin it like in, in a snap. Like They don't really know what's going on. And someone who's worked closely with computers and AI, I think, it would be beneficial for us to kind of show the consumers what it really is and how we take data and we use it to project future sales, future growth, and other things like that for economic growth and benefit of the community opposed to taking over someone's life for a gaming just a gaming experience. And I think really um, Black Mirror embodies the consumer's fears as well as what they believe is going on in the current marketplace. So what did you think about Cooper? Really, I didn't really like him as a character. I thought he was a coward and kind of was running away from his problems. And I don't think going away to Europe and other various parts of the world is the way to deal with your stressful life problems. Um, that kind of started me off on, I don't really like this character. He's kind of a, kind of a quote-unquote millennial and something that everyone today would do. Um, that's not kind of my lifestyle. Um, so that I started off a bad foot. And then it kind of just, even his mannerisms, the way he went about, he was very greedy even when he got the money for just doing the little gopher uh, whack-a-mole uh, a, uh, augmented reality trick, he went more. He wanted more money and more money, and that's honestly probably what got him killed at the very end. And I think that part was crazy to me because you think, oh, I'm just trying to get some more money so I can fly home. Um, and then, But no, he goes through, gets greedy, <clears throat> ends up getting killed. You know, they say curiosity killed the cat, but I think in this, uh, in this particular scenario, curiosity killed the cute Cooper. He wanted to make more money. He wanted. He was curious. He was he wanted to learn more about uh, Seto Gamu's overall technology. He wanted to snap a picture, open up his phone. The ringing interfered with his uh, his brainwaves and took him out in the end. I would have to agree about Cooper. I mean, honestly, I didn't really like the guy either, considering like he was practically running away from his problems. But one thing that stood out to me was how towards the end, when Cooper passed away because of the signal interference with the technology created by Saidu Gamu, what they depicted was how the CEO didn't care or show worry about what happened to Cooper in the instance of that he passed away in such a horrific manner. To me, that horrified me knowing that what if gaming companies in reality were treating people or their playtesters like this in this kind of situation without any regards to their well-being. No, I'm going to to rip off that right there because I believe that was Black Mirror's attempt of trying to steer the narrative and say, oh, look at this, tech CEO doesn't even care that another one of his playtesters has died, like just toss this guy in the back room. I mean, that that's for a fact. I don't believe that is an accurate representation of the commercial world that we live in. I mean, CEOs are normal guys. I mean, although they're running billion, multi-billion dollar companies, they're just like you and me. They like to go home, eat dinner with their families, and relax and watch Sunday Night Football. I mean, this is no... Uh, this is no guy who likes to go and see people die on the on the regular and just for fun and kill, bring in new people, new tourists, just to kill off for a fun experiment. So TJ is talking about how Black Mirror is sort of hyperbolizing sort of these sort of modern day te- technologies. But Ryan, do you think that there is sort of a 
a true worry that large corporations could be sort of begin crossing sort of ethical boundaries. Given the fact that Black Mirror is like a sci-fi show, obviously there has to be an entertaining aspect of it to, you know, get audiences and whatnot, people to like the show. But when it comes down to the reality of it, you know, you take a look at like large tech companies, big names like Microsoft and Samsung, you know, they've got a lot of influence and power over the technology like AI and whatnot and neural networks to the point where it's almost like a monopoly dominating the whole field. In this case, you have smaller companies who are unable to create technologies and AIs that would be more beneficial rather than just self-learning AI. And like you take a look at the Black Mirror episode, they've got a sufficiently working self-learning AI, as we've seen with Cooper, whose biggest fears and darkest fears are recreated from these corporations' AI. And it makes you wonder, you know, should these companies really have that potential to be able to create self-learning AI? I would say that corporations today might become Saidu Gamu. I would, I would like to take a stab at that one <clears throat> as well. I believe that Black Mirror is exemplifying the consumer's beliefs today. And if we do not go ahead as a large corporations and kind of try to mold what people know AI to be, they will uh, take their giant imaginations and they'll run off with them and they'll create these completely unrealistic, exaggerated, um, honestly, just not realistic at all, um, these standards for AI and make it something that's completely not and lead us into a post-AI world because we had to shut it down and kill it because people weren't necessarily happy with or even comfortable with AI in their own homes because of uh, shows like Black Mirror or various different outlets for consumers to gain their knowledge. I'm not saying we should like knock AI companies or whatnot, but it's always important to consider what are their true intentions. Sometimes those intentions go off on a tangent and that might be the reason why we should fear AI for the future. So do you think that the main reason for corporations creating AI is to uh, boost their own payrolls for their CEOs and their executive teams? Or do you think they're actually looking out to improve technology or is it mostly just for uh, capital gains? There's definitely companies out there who are trying to create AI that's better for the whole society. In a previous podcast that I watched, they were talking about how Microsoft, they donated $1 billion into one particular company that was focused on self-learning AI. Shouldn't I feel that larger companies should have a responsibility in distributing and then sharing the wealth rather than just kind of hog it up for one intention, which is, again, self-learning AI? I mean, I, I agree to a certain extent. I'm, corporations are here. They're there to make money. They're there to better society as a whole. Right. And I think partly by shaping AI and the vision that consumers have in AI through commercials like Amazon does, like Microsoft does, like IBM does, like I know for a fact you can't go through an entire football game without seeing at least three or four Amazon Web Services ads where they go through and they break down the plays showing how their web services uh, take saw certain data points and they bring them into the real world and they show football coaches how they can uh, change their coverages in order to create a harder a kind of quote-unquote route for the receiver to run or a harder catch to make. And I think by shaping the narrative that, that the consumer sees, companies are effectively making AI friendlier to the consumers. And I think that's honestly better off for humanity as a whole. 
the way that we do represent AI always comes into the fact. And again, AI should be used beneficially. And it all comes down to being transparent when going about creating such kinds of AI so that we know we shouldn't have to fear the technology that they create. I agree. And I think there's a problem in uh, society today where you have companies like Facebook and uh, Amazon where they have Alexa in the, in the uh, I think it's the portal, maybe the new uh, Facebook portal. And mm-hmm. Facebook has numerous problems with stealing people's information and then lying about it and then doing it again, saying they won't do it. They can continue to lie. And I think that's a problem that we have today. And I think you want to elaborate more on that? Yeah, yeah I actually just read this article how it was talking about they've had technology. I think they called it BERT. It's a type of language technology um, directed by AI where researchers found out that this technology, when it reads lots of data and information like articles and whatnot it's actually creating biases that humans hold by we have to be careful about how we go about implementing this technology so that it doesn't get into the public yeah i mean i I agree i think both of both of us can agree that like shady companies such as facebook and amazon what they're doing with the alexa product i mean alexa's sitting in your living room at all times some people have alexas in every room listening to each and every one of your conversations, what is stopping Amazon, one of the largest companies in the entire world, um, from just selling this information to random third parties, and then those third parties have access to all of our preferences, what we want to buy, and then thus going for and conditioning ads that we see on like Instagram, Facebook, other social media sites, and just seeing ads like, oh, I do. I was just talking to my friend about this in my house near my life. Like, oh, I wanted a new toy truck for Christmas, but no. Now you have the same exact toy truck popped up in Instagram ad feed. Like that's very suspicious. And I think we have to be weary of companies such as Amazon and Facebook, uh, two of the more notable companies of what they're doing. And I think maybe there's kind of a fine line we have to paint as giant corporations, uh, whether to continue to mold the pro AI or if we should kind of take a step back and And let the consumer learn about Facebook's mishaps or Amazon's mishaps. Right, right. So what do you think about sort of the line between you're talking about sort of Amazon and those companies and your Instagram feed and your social media. So where do you draw the line about like privacy and sort of like making your life better in a way sometimes? Because sometimes those ads are actually things you may actually want. So sometimes those things are good. And so where do you draw the line between sort of privacy and sort of um, helpful? Yeah, I mean, that, that's, that's a great question because sometimes, honestly, it is helpful. You go through and you say, oh, like my, my dog Bentley, right? He's running out of dog food. I need some new dog food. And then all of a sudden, boom, you open your phone and there's an ad for new uh, canine dog food and you have it ordered right to your house. It gets there in two days. You're just like, oh, that was amazing. But sometimes you're talking to your friend on the phone and you say, talk about something maybe a little bit private and you're like, okay, like this is something I want to do. Maybe you're maybe working for a different company. Like for me personally, working for a competitor of Amazon um, and IBM, it's really hard if you have an Alexa in your house knowing that I have a competitor's product because I bought it for my son for, for his birthday, that that they're listening to me at every time. And if they figured out that I personally own one of these Alexas, they could go through here and one of the, every single one of my conversations and maybe go through and learn internal secrets. I think there is a fine line. And although it may be helpful, honestly, I rather have I rather have a harder time finding products I want online, and not getting personalized ads, and knowing that everything I'm saying in my house is 
personal and private and I don't have to worry about giant corporations stealing my information is much better. And I think Ryan wants to add. I wholeheartedly agree with you, TJ. I mean, keeping privacy, you know, that's one aspect that whenever I think of AI that's able to interpret your searches on the web, you got to keep that down to an individual level. I wouldn't feel comfortable with large corporations trying to hawk me down with their items that they know that I would prefer based on the searches that I make on the web. Coming back to the episode, Black Mirror with the playtest, the technology that's illustrated by Saidu Gamu, they were able to recreate the fears based on somebody's own conscious. It's not that they were making preferences in what you want to buy, but what scares you in reality. I think that's a that's a great point. <clears throat> Referring back to my own podcast, uh, it's called Artificial Intelligence. Is it art or is it fart? I mean... I would like to reference back to the latest season of Silicon Valley where they have a very similar problem. And Silicon Valley is an HBO special um, where they go through and it's kind of a, it's kind of they follow a uh, tech, tech company out in Silicon Valley and how they grow through and they kind of the growing pains they, they endure. And one of the growing pains they endured over the last season was one of their employees was stealing data from all of their customers. And honestly, see, or the CEO, Richard Hendricks, he went through and said, this is a huge problem. Like, this is completely unethical. Like, you can't do this. And basically, he shut down any communication they had with that employee, cut it all out, and basically drawing a line between making money, which is the largest goal of every corporation, or having a set of morals. And I think if every tech company out there could draw that line, we would be in a great place where the consumers would not have to worry about companies stealing information and they could just go through and say, you know, the technology we have is great. Let's continue to improve it kind of like it was in the 60s and 70s opposed to now you have uh, all these like superfluous social networking apps and other things like that. Thank you guys for joining us today. Do you guys have any final remarks? Yeah, I really just want to hammer home the point that companies do have <clears> – <throat> the responsibility to kind of form the way consumers think about artificial intelligence for the betterment of society. Because I believe that with TV shows such as Black Mirror, they take such an exaggerated view of many advanced subjects such as artificial intelligence and they kind of blow them out of proportion that without companies molding the way consumers think, consumers don't really have the right idea of what AI really is. And I think that even Ryan could agree with me on the fact that uh, Black Mirror kind of took an outlandish uh, point of view of artificial intelligence. And <clears throat> before I let Ryan speak, I just want to do a final plug for my own podcast, um, Artificial Intelligence, Is It Art or Is It Fart? Because I really enjoy going through it, looking at different television episodes, uh, such as Silicon Valley or Black Mirror, and going through the different AI uh, components. Uh, Ryan? Right. And uh, somewhat agreement with TJ. I mean, Black Mirror is a great show and all, but corporations do have a responsibility in how they go about creating the technology that will hopefully benefit all of us in the future. Today, 
I enjoyed the conversation between these two. Um, it was very interesting. Both brought up very good points. And sort of the conversation doesn't necessarily have a clear winner at this point, in my opinion. I think it'll obviously continue to develop as technologies change and how society continues to morph and change their views on how technology is and how it influences our daily lives. Um, so I just want to ask you, do you have any closing remarks? I completely agree with you that AI is rapidly evolving. And overall, I believe that we should stress that it is important to keep yourself educated on artificial intelligence and stay up to date with current news and listen to both sides and don't just lean towards one because you'll be able to hear the full picture. Thanks for listening to the Looking Yourself in the Mirror podcast. As always, stay tuned for next week's episode where we'll be reviewing the episode entitled Shut Up and Dance. You can always find us on our social medias at Looking Yourself in the Mirror podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Spotify. This episode was brought to you by Saitu Gamu, where your death is our revenue stream. And artificial intelligence, is it art or is it fart? <laughs>